Welcome to the new channel sports podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are in store for an amazing podcast. And on this episode of the podcast, I will talk to you about Draymond Green and some of his antics that he has had so far in the NBA Finals. I will also address the latest allegations made against Deshaun Watson, the NFL, and specifically the Houston Texans. And also, I will talk about Steph Curry. And I'm going to give Steph Curry his flowers and talk about what an amazing opportunity that he has right in front of him. Just let me set the picture for you. He's going into game four. Down 2-1 in the series. Everyone and their mama knows that the Boston Celtics are the better team. Klay Thompson had a good game three, but he's really struggling. And after all of the surgeries, the ACL injury, the Achilles injury, he is not that same guy. You have Draymond Green, who is not playing well unless he's playing like a maniac. You have a Jordan Poole who's really young. You have an Andrew Wiggins who everyone said before prior to playing with you, he's not that great. And you're going against a team that is objectively better than you. You're playing a game four in the Boston Garden. And you have an opportunity to win a game four to tie this series up to have an absolutely groundbreaking, legendary game for yourself. A game that people are going to remember. And I went into the series picking the Warriors. Not quite understanding how big this could be for Steph Curry's legacy. In my opinion, if he wins this series, where it's obviously that Klay Thompson is not the same guy, Draymond Green is struggling, and he beats a team that is objectively better than his team, I believe he has a legitimate tier one argument. You're tuned into the new Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. This is the new Channel Sports Podcast. I am your host today, the phenomenal one, Chris, holding it down for your listening pleasure. This is a solo solo podcast. Oh, Ingy, Ant-Man, Big Low, I'm going to hold it down for all of y'all for this podcast. And if you were listening to this podcast, I want to thank you. You know, we run through everything that we do because we're everywhere and we're everywhere for you. We are Podbean, Stitcher, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast, whenever you listen to your podcast, we are there. You can also check out our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelled in you channelsports.net. You can also catch our lovely faces on Afro Vibes TV. Check it out for Vibes TV where we do an amazing job. Me and Lo are typically handling handling things on that end. You can catch our shows on demand on Afro Vibes Television. You can also catch us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I think we even on TikTok. I don't know that for sure, but we might be. 
Okay, you know, if we on TikTok, you know that ain't me. I'm too old for that. <laughs> oh, and you probably go, like, so I'm going to do it. He may not hear it because I'm going to be the one that edits this, but maybe he edits it. I don't know, but that may not make it. And if it does, good for me. All right? I'm sticking up for myself. If you see us on TikTok, it probably ain't me. I'm going to keep it all the way a buck with y'all. <laughs> I'm too old for that. If you catch me doing some dances or something like that, I don't know, man. Things went south, right? My wife left. <laughs> I'm just trying to make some money off my kids. Got them dancing. And you know me, I don't know how to work nothing. So, you know, I might post a TikTok. And then the rest of it, I'm yelling at the kids like, I can do it right. We ain't going to make no money off of this. <laughs> then I get canceled. And then everything goes downhill. But essentially, we are everywhere. Okay, so typically when I do a solo uh, I like to have a, you know, an appetizer and then I go into the main course of the show. But the main course of the show is too good, right? It's too good. I don't need an appetizer. It's so good that you just need to go in all the way, right? Pause. <laughs> let, me, let me back up real quick. Because, you know, if you listen to that the wrong way, we might have some issues. But the point I'm making is this is a juicy, tender, dry-aged steak. That I'm about to talk, about to carve into. It is a juicy, tender, dry-aged steak. Alright? Man, I ain't put that much salt and pepper. The meat does all of the work. I cooked it medium, the way it's supposed to be cooked. This is a complete aside. If you eat your steak with ketchup, i.e. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. If you eat your steak you know, let's say well done or even medium well, you ain't eating it right. <laughs> so I'm giving you life advice, right? This is life advice. When you go to a steakhouse or you make a steak at your home, eat it medium, okay? Eat it medium. All right, let's get into the show because if, if I keep doing this, I'm going to do it all day. Let's get right into the show. I want to talk about one Steph Curry. I got to talk about... He's becoming my guy, Steph Curry. And I, and I pause that way because I am, if you listen to this podcast, you know damn well that I'm a Houston Rocket fan. I'm a Houston Rocket, Rocket fan through and through forever and ever. Amen. But the problem is that the Houston Rockets have been the heel to Steph Curry's ascent in his ladder of success. If there is a team that was at the the other side of Steph Curry's victories, it was my Houston Rockets. So for years and years and years, I myself root against Steph Curry. Not because I wanted to see him fail, but because I wanted to see my Rockets succeed. Well, he has... Obviously, his success has gone past the Rockets' success. The Rockets are clearly in a rebuild, and Steph Curry is still reigning, quite literally, right? He's raining them threes from deep. And as I record this podcast, the Celtics are up two games to one against the Golden State Warriors. Right now, there are things that are clear. There are obvious truths in this series. Truth number one, there is a Draymond Green problem in the series. When Draymond Green is not playing like himself, the Warriors aren't winning. That's problem number one. 
Problem number two, or I shouldn't say problem number two, truth number two is that the Celtics are the better basketball team. I don't think there's anyone in the country who's watched the first three games of these NBA finals that honestly believes that the Boston Celtics are not the best team. Or to flip that negative, there is not many people, if anyone, who has watched all three games in this series that honestly believes that the Golden State Warriors are the better team, are better than the Boston Celtics. But the reason why I picked the Golden State Warriors to win this series is twofold. One, I thought they were the better team. Two, I thought they had the best player in Steph Curry. And I was 50%, right? I still believe Steph Curry has played like and is the best player in this final series. But I also believe now that Golden State Warriors are no longer the better team. Nah, 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 right? Like, you gotta be looking through some funky glasses to think that the Golden State Warriors are the better team. They're clearly not. And what this does is it creates an outstanding opportunity for one, Stephen Wardell Curry. <laughs> and I say that there is a video uh, on YouTube with an, I think it's an interviewer and he says, Wardell and Steph Curry has the funniest face <laughs> you have to watch it right if you listen to this podcast i hate saying this but if you've never seen that go ahead and take a pause take a pause i'll wait for you all right pause i will be here for you pause for the calls go google it wardell steph curry and there's an interviewer who asks steph curry a question but instead of calling him steph he calls him wardell and he asks a ridiculously stupid question because he knows exactly what he has done he has called steph curry out of his name even though that's his name but we all know him as steph and steph's face is hilarious <laughs> it's a hilarious face so you have to see that his face actually reminds me of when you know you go to school right you're behaving bad and you think you know i'm gonna get away with it you know that they, they gave me a poor mark and i'm gonna hide it from my parents and then all of a sudden you hear your name the way your only only person knows how to call your name that way is your mama i've been there fourth grade won't forget it <laughs> i remember the grade fourth grade your boy was acting a fool in school and i was thinking you know, I'm, 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 I'm gonna deal with the repercussions when i get home and all of a sudden i hear chris <laughs> with the accent and everything. I'm like, ooh, that sounds like my mama. Mm. It was my mama, all right? And uh, your boy got a beat down. But that's completely aside for what I'm talking about. Stephen Curry has an absolutely, positively awesome opportunity on his hands, all right? So Steph Curry in his career has a title in 2015, I believe, without Kevin Durant. He has two titles with Kevin Durant, and he's made it to the finals again without Kevin Durant. The reason why I believe this opportunity is so great for Stephen Curry is this. I think there are certain players, without ranking them, who I would call tier one greats, meaning the greatest of the greatest players. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Michael Jordan. And there may be others in there, but those are the five that stand out in my mind right now. Who, Once you say their names, they are tier one greats. They're tier one greats. And I believe at this moment in Steph Curry's career that he is what I would call a tier two great. Hakeem Olajuwon, 
Tim Duncan, Steph Curry. And of course there are others, but those are the guys who were clearly, absolutely, positively top 10 to 15 players. But they're not top five players. And no one would argue that. No one is going to argue that Stephen Curry is better than Kobe Bryant. No one's going to argue that Stephen Curry is better than Magic Johnson. Well, at least today. He is clearly a tier two great. I don't care where you rank them, but he is a tier two great. But he has an awesome opportunity here. Let me explain why. So I've already told you that he has three rings and you know he has three rings and people always say things about Steph rings. Well, you know, the first ring, everybody was hurt and you know, the other two rings, you know, you know, Kevin Durant was there. Cool. If that's you, cool. You do you boo boo because that used to be me. But this postseason and the last couple of seasons have really shown me something about Steph Curry. He's great, right? Like, duh, I know he's great. But at least in my mind, I always thought "Mm, maybe 15 to 20. No, he's top 10, top 15. He's a tier two great. But this is where it gets interesting. For really about two to two and a half to three seasons, his second running man in Clay Thompson has been injured. His other big running man, Draymond Green, who I'm going to talk about a little bit later in this podcast, is more of a podcaster right now. And that's really about it. He has other good guys around him. But what's so interesting about Steph Curry is everyone says, well, he's not a point guard like a Magic. He doesn't get the assists. Well, he's so central to that offense. He doesn't necessarily need to pass the ball. It's because he is the one superstar that I can point to that doesn't need the ball to be absolutely fantastic. And he doesn't get enough credit for that. You have a Jordan Poole who's looking really good right now. You have an Andrew Wiggins who everyone was saying is, you know, a bust. And I don't use that word anymore. Check out our last podcast. But everyone was saying he's not that great. He plays with Steph Curry and he's starting in the All-Star game. The common denominator here is Steph Curry. He is the central part of that Golden State Warriors run. And this game four is huge. Just let me set the picture for you. He's going into game four, down to one in a series. Everyone and their mama knows that the Boston Celtics are the better team. Klay Thompson had a good game three, but he's really struggling. And after all of the surgeries, the ACL injury, the Achilles injury, he is not that same guy. You have Draymond Green, who is not playing well unless he's playing like a maniac. You have a Jordan Poole's really young. You have an Andrew Wiggins who everyone said before prior to playing with you, he's not that great. And you're going against a team that is objectively better than you. You're playing a game four in the Boston Garden. And you have an opportunity to win a game four to tie this series up to have an absolutely groundbreaking, legendary game for yourself. A game that people are going to remember. And I went into the series picking the Warriors, not quite understanding how big this could be for Steph Curry's legacy. In my opinion, if he wins this series, where it's obviously that Klay Thompson is not the same guy, Draymond Green is struggling, and he beats a team that is objectively better than his team, I believe he has a legitimate tier one argument 
Do I think if he wins this series, he's better better than Kobe? Would I rank him higher than Kobe? Nah. Would I rank him, rank him higher than Magic? Mm, probably not. But he's in the conversation. And I think right now he's not in that tier one conversation, right? So some people may say, Hakeem Olajuwon could be in the tier one conversation. Maybe. But ultimately, in my opinion, he's not. But he can be in the conversation, right? And some people may say, right now, today, Steph Curry can't even be in that conversation. And this game four coming up is huge. Is absolutely huge. Because he has an opportunity on the road to say, this is my game. And guess what? I'm predicting he'll get it done. I'm going to say that one more time. I am predicting he'll get it done. And he will have what is an absolutely great, legendary performance. And that's what I'm looking forward to seeing. That is exactly what I'm looking forward to seeing. But let's just say they do lose game four. He still has an opportunity. Being down 3-1 against a team that's better than him. Being the best player on the floor. Sound familiar? I think Steph Curry knows about this because, mm, I don't know, it happened to him in his career when he was up 3-1 on LeBron James and LeBron James came back. So it's not that it's just riding down game four. But this series is such an important series for Steph Curry. Not because if he loses his place in history, he doesn't go back, right? So if he loses this series, it's not like all of a sudden he's not even a tier two guy anymore, right? He's always going to be a tier two guy forever and ever. Amen. But he has the opportunity to move up. That's the second time I've done that forever, forever. Amen. I don't know if y'all noticed that. Um, I don't know where it's coming from, but I just feel like I'm preaching to y'all today, right? I feel like you guys are my audience and I'm dropping bars on you today. And I'm feeling really confident about Seth Curry right now. I don't know where this has come from. And some Houston Rocket fans may be really upset at me right now. But I just see this as such an important moment, honestly, in NBA history. Because if he gets this done, it does a couple of things. One, nobody can ever say, well, you know, his first title is this and he had the KD titles and blah, blah, blah. I won one before KD. I won one after KD. And by the way, for one of my championships, because we know the rhetoric on Steph Curry, he doesn't play well in finals. And some of that is very much true. Right now, he's averaging basically 30 points per game in this finals against a team. I say it again. The Celtics team that is better than his team. And quite frankly, since he has been on the Golden State Warriors during this golden run, six finals in the last eight years, I can't say there is a time where his team was the worst team. I can't say that. I can't. Until now. Until now, he's probably looking around his locker room and saying, you know what? Um, They're better than us. <laughs> they are absolutely better than us. But it's okay. I got it. And I don't know if you watched the end of game three. Perhaps you got tired, you got bored, but I, I'll let you know what happened. At the end of game three, it looked like he got injured, but I'm not talking about that. If you look at the end of game three, there is a walk and a look that Steph Curry had as he was exiting the Boston Garden, as undoubtedly he was being rained down with insults and slurs, because you know how Boston crowd can get. And he had this swag about him. He was nodding his head. He was taking it all in. It reminded me of what Luka Doncic looked like at the end of game five versus the Phoenix Suns. Like everybody want to talk when they up. I'm about to show y'all. And I believe game four in the garden, he is going to LeBron Boston. (laughs) He is going to show Boston that LeBron did it to you. I'm going to do it to you. 
I'm your team is better than mine, but I'm the best player on the floor and I'm going to dominate a game from the first quarter to the fourth quarter and I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to rip your hearts out. And once he does that, in my opinion, you may disagree with me. And if you do, hit us up. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, let us know. But if he wins this series and does what I think he can do, he'll propel himself in that tier one conversation. And for me, that is absolutely incredible. This guy from a tiny school in Davidson, who we really didn't know much about him until the NCAA tournament starts going off. He comes into the NBA, has ankle injuries and ankle issues. The Golden State Warriors give him a smaller deal, a long-term deal. He takes the deal because it's an insurance deal and quickly flips it, wins back-to-back MVPs, and it becomes one of the worst deals in NBA history, but the best deals, which allows his team to sign Kevin Durant. And it's not like he went crying to Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant came to him. He accepted Kevin Durant still became the focal point of that offense. Cam Durant gets all of the love as far as the finals MVPs. Cam Durant leaves. Everyone says you'll never win again. You'll never get back to the finals. Clay's not the same. You guys aren't the same. You're just a shooter. He gets back to the finals. I'm giving this man his love. And it's just that simple. He deserves some love. And if he gets it done in the garden, if he gets it done in Boston Garden, against a team that is better than his team and he wins this title you best believe I'm putting him in that tier one conversation okay let's move on I want to talk about his counterpart I want to talk about his counterpart and Draymond Green what the hell is going on what is going on I equate what Draymond Green is doing as a man, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm equated like this. It's like, it's similar to a man who is with a good woman, right? Like you got you a good girl. <laughs> you got you a good woman and she's treating you right. And all of a sudden your eyes are everywhere. You're looking at the gram. Some of y'all doing it right now. Listening to me right now. You listen to me right now. Your wife's like, what you doing? Oh, I'm listening to Chris on the, on the new channel sports podcast. And you lying. You ain't listening to me, bro. <laughs> you scrolling Instagram. All right, you're on Twitter looking at things you ain't supposed to be looking to. And your focus is not on what's important. I'm going to say that again. Your focus is not on what is important. And that's what it looks like Draymond Green is doing. It's super dope that he can play a basketball game and and then go record a podcast. It's cool when you're winning. It's cool when you make predictions on the podcast and say, I'm going to play like this and I'm going to shut it down. But when you're not playing well, right? Like when you're not playing well, it's not a good look. (laughs) It's not a good look. We all know that dude, right? I'm going to give another story. We all know that dude when you're talking, right? So everybody, somebody like, who hooping here? Like everybody like, I'll hoop, bro. When I go to the gym, I shut it down. You know what I'm saying? I'll hoop ball is life. And then you go to the gym and you're like, bro, bro, you don't hoop, man. You was lying. (laughs) That's what Draymond Green is doing right now. He has this podcast. You listen to it. You're like, man, when you listen to his podcast, you think, man, the Warriors are killing them right now. The Warriors up three. Oh, they're about to win the chip. And then you look at the series. You're like, Draymond Green had two points. 
points in game three. Draymond Green don't look too good. Draymond Green is all over the news and it's all for the wrong reasons. He's over here fighting with Celtics legends. He's fighting with Kevin Durant. He's fighting, talking about hashtag new media. And I'm like, bro, where is your focus? Because you're letting my boy Steph down. You're letting your team down. And I love that Draymond Green has this voice, this platform. It's awesome. But you have to understand that there is a balance. If they come back and win this series, which I'm predicting they will, no one will care. And he will be able to say, I told you guys, I told you. But if they lose this series and he played the way he played in game three and he has a couple more games like that, if I'm Steph, I'm slapping him. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine Steph going to Draymond? Like, hey, Draymond, quit it, bro. Quit it. <laughs> I can't see it, but we have a problem. If your play is not on the same par of what your mouth is doing on a podcast right after a basketball game. I'm very worried about Draymond Green in this series. I'm worried he's going to go get himself kicked out. I'm worried that he's not going to play well. And I'm worried that his antics could really affect Steph Curry's legacy as far as him making that tier one status. And that really, really bothers me. So I'm talking to Draymond Green here. Draymond, bro. This is your boy from the new channel sports podcast. You probably have no idea who I am, but I want to have a conversation with you, bro. This is between me and Draymond and you, the listening audience, you can listen in, right? Come on in. Everybody, come on in. Come, 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 come. If I was in front of Draymond right now, I'd be like, Draymond, you have a wonderful opportunity to shut the media up. To stick it to your boy Kevin Durant. I know y'all boys, but it's kind of like that Shaq thing, right? Remember when Shaq won a title and he said, hey, Kobe, tell me how my butt tastes. He didn't quite say that. You know what he said. Tell me how my butt tastes, <laughs> right? It's kind of that thing, right? You have an opportunity to rub it in every single person's face. Everyone's face. You have that opportunity, but you're blowing it right now because you're smelling yourself too much, right? It's just like me. When I do this podcast, even as I'm talking right now, I'm smelling myself right now. Right. If I had a mirror in front of me, I'd probably be winking at myself because I'm feeling myself. And it's cool because I'm at home. Right. I don't have a job where I operate in front of millions of people, millions and millions of people. But he does. And his words matter. And he seems to not quite understand that he's acting as if he is a retired player like a Charles Barkley. Draymond, bro, bro, you know, bro, bro, you're still playing. So act accordingly. I'm not saying shut up and don't talk. All I'm saying is if you're going to play and talk, you better play well. Because right now you're talking is great, but your playing is really not. And that is a problem for the Warriors. Okay, I want to close this podcast on a subject that I have really stayed away from. I haven't talked about it as much. And not because I don't want to talk about it, but I'm waiting to see how it plays out. But I do think right now is an, a good opportunity to address what is going on. And that is with Deshaun Watson. I'm not going to talk so much. Well, I'm just going to go in on it, right? Let's just do that. And so as you may have known, the New York Times released an article recently talking about Deshaun saw about, I want to say it was 60 plus. I think the exact number was 66 or thereabouts. Uh, massage therapist in a very small amount of time. I believe it was about 17 month period. Um, that is a ridiculous amount of people to meet. And the NFL has a problem on its hands. And the problem is this. 
It doesn't seem as if any criminal allegation is going to, any criminal charges, there were criminal allegations. There doesn't seem as if there is going to be any criminal charges against Deshaun Watson. But the question then becomes, what did he tell the NFL? Did he tell the NFL, hey, look out, because there are a whole lot more? Or did he say, this is it? And more importantly, the Houston Texans are now implicated. Allegedly, the Texans knew about what Deshaun Watson was doing. In fact, they gave him the NDAs to help him do what he was doing. They even helped him find the space to do what he was doing. And perhaps, allegedly, they knew exactly what he was doing. So, the lawyer on this case, being who he is, <laughs> said, you know what, I'm going to add the Houston Texans as a defendant on all of the lawsuits, right? You know, it makes me think, like, I'm putting, this is a Denzel Washington, I believe it was training day, and the scene was like, I'm putting cases on all of you, <laughs> right? Like, that's how I felt when I saw that. You know what, Texans, you're implicated on this as well. And all jokes aside, because that was probably a poor analogy there, but the NFL has a problem. The NFL has a big problem. And the problem is this. Either they knew about this New York Times article coming out before Deshaun Watson was traded to the Browns, or they didn't. If they knew about it, then they knew about it, right? And you may say, how could they know about it and let this happen? Well, it's the NFL. And more importantly, the Cleveland Browns. Well, it's the Cleveland Browns, so they, they're, they're liable to do anything. And if they didn't know about it, it means that Deshaun Watson likely lied to them. So what are the consequences of that? And I hate doing if, ands, or buts situations, but this has been going on for a long time, right? So I believe it needs to be addressed. So if Deshaun Watson lied about it, he's probably going to be suspended for an entire season, if not longer. But this is where the stink comes in. You know about Deshaun Watson's contract. His contract with the Browns, he's basically making $1 million this year. They've structured his contract in a way where the bulk of the money that he would make would come after this season. So for me, that tells me, no matter what the allegations are, no matter what Deshaun Watson told the Browns, there was a feeling, perhaps in the NFL, and certainly with the Cleveland Browns, that Deshaun Watson would likely miss a season. This thing stinks so bad. It smells awful. I'm going to be honest with you. I, 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 I understand the thought process of let's let the legal situation play out, but it smells really, really bad. Really, really bad, right? When you heard about the first few allegations, like, okay, it stinks. And then you heard about a little more, it's like, all right, it stinks a lot. Now it's like, okay, this doesn't stink anymore. What the hell was going on? What the hell was going on? Were the Texans complicit? Did the Texans know about it? Did they inform the NFL? This is not going to end well for anyone. I'm just going to keep it a buck. This is not going to end well for the NFL. It's certainly not going to end well for the Cleveland Browns. And Deshaun Watson, I don't understand what's going on. I'm not accusing him of nothing. I ain't doing that. It's not my job. But I can say when you put all the evidence together and you said you had 66 plus massage therapists or at least 60 plus massage therapists in such a short period of time, what was going on? What was going on? I don't know, but we're going to find out soon. I'll leave it. I'll leave it at that because this is an evolving story. It's such an evolving story that at one point I thought, okay, it's going to go away prior to the season. He's going to get a settlement agreement. It'll go away. Then if will suspend him, 
probably six to eight games, and that'll be that. But that is certainly not the case, and that is not what is going on. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really do appreciate you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for coming back time and time again. You are appreciated. You can check us out wherever you listen to your podcast, Podbeam, Stitcher, Apple, wherever you listen, whenever you listen. We are there. You can catch our lovely faces on Afro Vibes TV. Check out Afro Vibes. It's an amazing platform. So many amazing things going on over there. If you want to reach out to us, reach us, reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We are there. I want to shout out all of my co-hosts. Oh, any who is always holding it down. This is his baby. Y'all know that this is his baby. So he loves it so much. Shout out to him. Shout out to Big Low. Always holding it down in the H time. Shout out to the Ant Man. New and much appreciated. Thank you guys so much for listening. As I always end all of my solo podcasts, stay safe, y'all. Please stay safe. Peace. Thanks for listening to the New Channel Sports Podcast. If you like the show, feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelt in you, channelsports.net. Got a sports-related question for the crew? Just leave a voicemail on our website. Till next time, have a good one and stay safe out there.